ho! Hello, hello, and welcome to episode three of the Sweet Film Talk. Yours truly, TC, and of course, the you got Sweet me. Geeks. Here we go, These... the Sweet Keeks. The Sweet Keeks. How are you, man? I'm doing good, dude. Just been listening to Kanye's album all Love day, it. every day since it released, and. I'm eating some little Debbie snack cake right now. I don't know what it is, but it's really good. Man. Um, oh, Swiss roll. That's what it's called. What a what a life. Yeah, right? that Kanye, you... Kanye album. Unreal. Right? How about you, dude? How you been? Oh, I've been great. You know, just really excited for this pod. We got a great little agenda for everyone here. Um, great weekend. We're going to talk some Upgrade. What, what a, a great film. What a, what a pleasant surprise. Really was. But uh, first on the agenda, I think we just got to get out of the way. Kamiko, what was the worst film you saw this year? <laughs> I love, I love that you're just throwing it out there right now because let's. Yeah. Oh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I saw because I kind of have not like two, but I don't know if we count this one. I saw Shape of Water this year. My gosh, I did not like Shape of Water at all so weird the story was just un it was just unnecessary i just did not like it i think so that's but that came out last year thought this year i'd still put on the end if i had to go work go in hurricane heist oh (laughs) (laughs) easily i still can't i still can't believe we saw that movie but you know what we were there we were supporting and yeah what a what a garbage film horrible but i'm i'm real i wish i would have saw rampage because i think rampage really could have had some competition with uh hurricane heist but i think her i'll tell you what you know what could take the you know the you know the title away from hurricane heist is that skyscraper movie that 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 could be out i was just (laughs) going to say that i literally was thinking about that but here's the thing um those ones would take it if if we had a Spider-Man Homecoming 2 coming out, I mm. think that one would maybe take the cake, but we'll just have to stick with some yeah. Rock, Dwayne the Rock Johnson movies. I'll, t- I'll tell you what, I love The Rock for Fast and Furious films, but yeah. there's there's a few films where I'm just like, ah, do we really need him for this movie? And then I, then I, you know, I get to thinking like, yeah, you know, we, yeah. we kind of do. Jumanji but, was fun too. I actually enjoyed yeah. Jumanji when he's in that, it, but he's, I agree. Yeah. Bad. Yeah, he, he was fun in Jumanji. So, Glad we got that negativity out of the way, but Hurricane Heist so far is uh, is the winner. Mm-hmm. But By far. Ha- haven't gotten to Shape of Water. I might have to watch that. I still still kind of baffled that one Best Picture. I was I was rooting for Dunkirk or Lady Bird, maybe even Get Out. I loved Get Out, so I was I was pulling for Get Out, but is what it is. Yep, it is what it is. So the agenda we're gonna go over today in the pod uh, upgrade. We're gonna review that. Uh, we also are going to go over some June movies that are coming out. We have officially hit the summer. Let's go. Get that Love sweet, it. sweet heat. And Kamiko and I are also going to go over our top five movies that we have seen this year. And, um, yeah, because what? We're five months. Yeah, we're five months in the year. January, February, March, April, May. So well, these are June, just- too. Well, welcome to June. We're, yeah. we're halfway um yeah geez kind of going by quick and then we're gonna have a fun little outro 
that uh, Keeks has prepared for us that we're going to start doing now on the pod. So uh, he'll introduce that when we get done with our top five. But let's get to it. Let's get to the upgrade. Unreal. Dude, I – so Friday – I was with some friends, with my girlfriend and some of her friends, and we wanted to go see a movie. So it was either between a drift, I think, and upgrade. Ooh, and good, I was like, good, you know, good what? choice. Yeah, looking back, uh, it was an inspired choice to say the least. Um, upgrade was so like, um, I mean, you. Here's kind of my take on it. It was a very pleasant surprise, but I mean. What what would you say it was about? I, I it was kind of hard for me to get it, but maybe you can give us a yeah. good summary. Yes. So just because we don't want to reveal too much for our listeners, I feel like this is a movie that you the less you know about, the more you'll be enjoyed. You, you know, the more enjoyment you'll find from it. Because I mean, if you're if you're listening to this right now, do not go see a trailer. Just take our word for it and go see it. But basically, the plot is um, this: you know, the main lead, Gray, Gray Trace. Uh, gets injured uh, he sees his wife die and then this is set in the future and then a, a man the doctor basically well not a, he's not a doctor but he's just a genius uh, has this chip called stem that he can implant into uh, his spine and that basically enables him to walk to move and this chip basically has a mind of its own this stem and so it's kind of a revenge story, but that's basically the plot, and it's it was sweet. Uh, I think first and foremost, the direction and like the just the filming of it was so cool. When you see Gray in action after the stem operation, and you see how he's able to work together with this device, and essentially, this isn't too much of a spoiler. I didn't ever see a trailer for it, so I don't know if it includes it or not, but. Only he can, STEM has this mind of its own, and only Gray can hear STEM. So they're back and forth. STEM's pretty robotic, but their interactions are pretty funny for a lot of it. I, I really liked um, their, their relationship. I, I agree. And I also liked how he could uh, suppress STEM. Like, he, he could be like, STEM would be like, hey, I can draw this out for you when, you know, he's looking over something. And he's like, you can do that? And like, Gray has to give him permission to take over. And I thought that was kind of a fun, you know, kind of a dual Dr. Jekyll, doc, you know, Hyde type of deal. True. So I, I, the action set pieces are amazing too. Um, the, the director and how he filmed it and everything was Lee Winnell is the guy who directed it, who, if you guys may or may not know, he's the director, him and James Wan directed the first Saw movie, which I really enjoy. And the rest of them are trash. Don't watch the rest of the, the rest of them. <laughs> the, first, the first one's good. And then he also was involved in Insidious 3, which I've watched parts of it. And Insidious 1 is great. Love it. Insidious 2 is okay, but Insidious 3 is very good. Mm-hmm. So Lee Winnell, 3 for 3. Um, I, I really liked kind of the vibe of Upgrade. It had a little Blade Runner vibe to it. Kind of yes. like the, the, I thought the soundtrack was sweet. Like kind of the the synth music and man, it was a pleasant surprise. So I don't, I I think we shouldn't really say any more about it. Just that you should go and watch it. I 100% agree. I, um, I, I honestly, I walked out of it. I gave it an A and I'm, I'm sticking with it. I give it an A. I loved it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit lower, just at an A minus. Yeah. But really, my only kind of gripe was I just didn't feel like the the villains were that fleshed out, you know. And also, True. the detective, when it, you know, whenever she came on, I was just kind of like, eh, really, you know. Like I just felt like she was just kind of wedged in there. I felt her. I understand her purpose, but I just feel like the villains could have been fleshed out just a little bit more. But the action pieces. And Logan Marshall Green, aka uh, Tom Hardy doppelganger. I thought that was I thought that was Tom Hardy. I, I know. Like, Wait, what? Uh, I thought he did a great job as 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 the lead here. So, and like you said, the the interactions between him and Stem were absolutely. There were some really humorous interactions. I one hundred percent agree. I mean, if. I mean, this is the Venom movie that no one thought would have been made because Tom Hardy's in the new Venom movie, but if yeah, it turns out like yeah. this one, I'm all aboard. I'm all aboard. This is this is the the robotic Venom. Love it is. That. This is literally John Wick means Blade meets Blade Runner, and that's all we'll say. <laughs> yes. So go see it, and uh, that's a great great watch. So June movies. What uh? What June movies are you looking forward to, Keeks? So for me, I think. Oh gosh. Number one, so I'm just going to put this one out of the way. This isn't number one, but uh, Hereditary is coming out. Horror film. I saw it at Sundance. I am so excited for people to see it because I've been dying to talk about it with people for months now. And so now that it's coming, I'm finally be able to talk about everything. Go see it. If you love horror, go see it. It's so good. It's just doesn't rely on jump scares. The the atmosphere is horrifying, disgusting. It's so great. So that, that's one that I would say, um, just go see it. Great recommendation. That'd probably be one of my top ones. I, yeah. I, I just might have to man up and just take a dose of NyQuil and just go go do it. Dude, honestly, I'll see it again, but I got to see it with other people. I saw it alone and I was dying. I almost yeah. walked out. I was so scared. But that's just, it's that's going to be a great one this summer. Um. Another one, uh, Incredibles 2, looking yeah. forward to. First one was good, but, you know, looking forward to that one. And then Jurassic World 2, like the, I don't know, like the Forgotten Kingdom or the 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 Lost World, you know, Jurassic World, Lost World 2, whatever you want to call it. That's the that's another one I'm looking forward to. That would round it out. Uh, love that. Um, when did the Incredibles, oh, yeah, the Incredibles came out in 2004, so... This is a this has been a fourteen year wait. Yep. Oh, wow, what a, what a long sequel. Disney's um, been yeah. Pixar goes back to some of those from a while ago. Like Finding Dory came out like whatever, like maybe ten years, twelve years after the first one came out. So yeah, well, I think I'm I'm looking forward to Incredibles two as well. I think it'll be fun, you know. But uh, I'm not a uh, I'm not ten anymore. But you know, I will still enjoy it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, for me, my June movies that I'm looking forward to uh, is this movie called Hearts Beat Loud. It stars Nick Offerman, aka Ron Swanson. <laughs> what in the world? Okay, yeah. And I think it's just kind of like a little Father's Day, you know, setting setup. Um, it's about basically Nick Offerman and his daughter, and his daughter's going uh, to college, and they both kind of start like a little band so you know it looks like, just kind of like looks like a good feel good type mood movie what in the world uh, i have no idea like i 
I, I genuinely am sitting here like, where did this come from? Yeah, um, go watch the trailer. The trailer's trailer's pretty fun. So I mean, I, I might just have to, dude. I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, that's that's your top pick. I don't know if I I would not pick it, but I don't know anything about it. So yeah, okay. You know, it looks looks like a watered down Lady Bird with a, with a musical. So I'm all for that. All right. Okay. <laughs> what, what are your next? No, I will say the character is named Sam Fisher, the daughter. And that kind of irks me because that's just kind of throwing shade towards uh, Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell, which is one of my favorite video game franchises. And I hate, Splinter I... Cell is named Sam Fisher, so I don't know. Maybe this is a prequel. Who knows? Okay. But the number one for me easily is uh, Sicario, Day of Soldado, Ooh. the sequel. Ooh, that's that's going to be – I mean, the first one is – now I don't know if you know this. Did is Taylor Sheridan? Is he's the writer for this one again? Because I know he wrote. The- uh, I'm not sure. Let me let me look. I don't think he is. So that's why I'm I'm excited to see this, uh, but I don't think it's gonna be as good as the first. Due to um, I think didn't Denise Villeneuve? Is that how I pronounce it? Didn't he he directed the first one right? He did. He, Taylor yeah. Sheridan yeah. wrote this one. He wrote the screenplay. So oh. Oh, that, we're good. That's sweet. I did not know that. I was hoping, but I didn't know for sure. Thank you, Taylor. Uh, for back back reference to that, Taylor Sheridan wrote Wind, Wind River and directed it, and that was my favorite movie of last year by far. So I'm the mm-hmm. hype train's on for for Sicario two for me now. Yeah. Oh, we're there. So I'm I'm really excited uh, for for Sicario. That's the one I'm. That might be the one I've been looking forward to most this year, to be honest. Wow. Okay, yeah, so I like it's right, around, right around the corner. Okay, well, I think it's time to get into the da, 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 top five. Ooh, I am ready for this. Um, why don't you start us off? Let's let's get your let's get number five from you. Okay, number five, game night. Game night, really? Yeah, I had a lot of fun with game night. I saw it twice. Uh, now that now the two movies looking out. <laughs> Outside looking in are Deadpool two, and A Quiet Place. But Game Night was just kind of a pleasant surprise for me. I mean, I remember I was bagging on the trailer when I saw the trailer. I was like, "Oh, this looks awful." And even when I saw uh, the poster for the movie, I was like, "Come on!" But yeah, I remember we saw we saw it with Steve-O, and man, we had a good laugh. We did. Just, it was uh, Rachel McAdams. You know, she's she's your first love, isn't she? No, well, Carrie Fisher is. I mean, you know, you yeah. got Princess Leia would definitely first. Um, then Gal Gadot. I don't Rachel McAdams, she's up there though. She's she's yeah. up there. Yeah, she was she was great and I like Jason Bateman, so I thought and it it was a it was a it was a good comedy that didn't, you know, rely on crude humor. You know what I yes, mean? Yes. I will say that. I I it's in my top ten, but I, I the thing that kinda holds me back with it is I feel like Jason Bateman plays the same character in every movie. Oh, absolutely. And, <laughs> and um he just plays uh, Michael Bluth from Arrested Development in every movie he's in. I think that's his name. Yeah. I don't even remember. But, yeah. So, I don't know. It's in my top ten still, but definitely not top five. Yeah. Like okay. Um, well, what, what's, coming in, what's coming in at number five for you? Annihilation, for me, is number wow. five. Oh. I love just the whole – the atmosphere of it. I mean, Alex Garland directed Ex Machina, which I enjoyed. Um great follow-up um 
good twists involved. Overall, I, I think it's a great watch. I think everyone, everyone's got to get, everyone's got to check it out. In my opinion, I think it's very, yeah, I, very good. I remember we were pretty shook when we watched that. Yeah. So I, that's definitely in my top ten. Um, but I loved Annihilation. Was great. Mm-hmm. Um, number four, Keeks. All right, number four was for me was Black Panther. Wow, now, I know, I know. Trust, Whoa, I'm just, as, I'm just as surprised as you are. I went into, I saw it like a month after it came out, so I was super late to the party and very, very pessimistic about it. But for me, what makes Black Panther great was the environment, was the setting of Wakanda itself is such a cool place that I just want to go back so I can be immersed in Wakanda again. I loved that. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree. I didn't really care for Black Panther. Is it is it terrible? It's not as bad as Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. That was just garbage. Oof. But I just don't think Black Panther is that great for me. I, I just thought you had Killmonger, who was a great villain, and he just doesn't really show up. And that fight between Black Panther and Killmonger at the end by the train, mm-hmm. oh, geez. I would have rather watched Minecraft. Was, oh, jeez. I'm telling you, that was a that, really bad face-off. Oh, I, that bad. I just, I, didn't, dude. I just didn't like that face-off. And I felt I like I, I liked some of the characters, but you have a good villain. Like They should have used him more during the movie. I mean, we have just this kind of fill-in villain with Claw, Andy Serkis. Yeah. And sure. I just, just wasn't, wasn't feeling that. So I do like T'Challa as Black Panther. I think he, that was a great casting choice. Mm-hmm. But I just, I just felt like it was just kind of, it could have been better for me. But I could I did like the the environment with Wakanda. But I just, yeah, those those are just some of my gripes. Okay, well, let's get your number four. What do you have? I have I have upgrade. Upgrade's in there. Number four. Great. That's awesome. Yep. Okay. So, that's my number four. The pleasant surprise of the year thus far. It really is. That's that's my number three. I, I liked it more than Black Panther. Ooh. I thought it was very just it's so cool. I mean, my my jaw was just dropped for more than half the movie, I'd say. So that alone, just go see it. Just go see it, guys. Just go see it. It's great. All right. Now, what's your what's your number 2? Yes. Um so my number 3 is Or your number 3. Your number 3. Yeah, my number 3 is Ready Player 1. Ooh. Yeah. All right, you're going to have to explain that one. I I liked Ready Player One, but number three. Yeah. Okay. Um, I just thought this is a total nerd movie. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm a True. nerd at heart. And it just had so many references, Easter eggs. And I just had a lot of fun. It was like a Tron 2.0 for me. And it helps, you know, the environment of in the people who you go see a movie with help. And I saw it with my older brother. So during the movie, yeah. we were just um, – like we like we'd see halo like we'd see spartans we'd see just other little <laughs> yeah. Easter eggs. we'd be like yo look at that look at that so i really loved ready player one yeah a lot of people say it's cheesy of course it's a video game type of movie um but my only gripe was when they weren't in the oasis i was just like come on let's get back to the oasis like i don't really care what's going on around columbus ohio I know it's true. It's like might as well just have it set in Akron. Like no one cares whether it's Columbus or anywhere in Ohio. Just 
get us to the get us back to the oasis i i think i liked it it's number seven for me honestly so it's just outside my top five but i feel like it relied a little bit too much on nostalgia which i'm a sucker for but i also try to recognize when i'm kind of being duped by it yeah so but i i yeah that that's how i would say that's why it's outside my top five yeah i just feel like the the replay value of ready player one was is really high so okay. i loved it loved like it. that uh, um, number two for you, Keeks. Let's hear it. Number two is Hereditary for me. Ooh. It is not only is it a horror movie, but it is like a character study. I mean, this family, the movie starts off with, I mean, you see it in the trailer, like the death of the grandma. And so it's the writer and director, Ari Aster. He, when I was at the, at the showing, he did a Q and a, and basically this movie is his interpretation of him when he had to go through his grief his grieving stages because there was a lot of stuff going on it's his family when he was writing it um i mean the movie is just disturbing the last the last act is wow the last act is something else so that's people are gonna be talking about the last act for the rest of the year it's crazy so it's just very well done oh i might do it (laughs) I, I, I think mic. we should do it, dude. I think we should do it. Um, okay. Stay my tuned number... next week. See if I can get him to go. <laughs> <laughs> my number two is Molly's Game. Oh, gosh. I Yeah, all right. Explain that one. Um, dude, I, you like this movie. I did. It's right underneath Ready Player One. But, like, I, I, I want to hear why you liked it. I want to know why okay. you liked it. Um, first and foremost, I thought Jessica Chastain did a great job as Molly Bloom. Um, and I loved, like, I went home and I was researching poker because I didn't know much about poker. I just know blackjack and roulette. I mean, yeah. one one day I'll learn craps too, but I didn't know <laughs> a lot about poker and I want to know like more about Molly Bloom. Like, I think her story is just crazy how uh, she was trained for the Olympics. She got injured. She ended up at LA and then lo and behold, she started uh, doing these high end poker, uh, high high stakes underground poker game, you know? Yeah, and I thought it was just crazy, and I thought it was directed pretty good. Um, I didn't really like the the kind of the flashback. Like the best part of the movie were the flashbacks when how she you know became into the the poker you know the underground poker world. I thought that was really cool. But then when it flashed forward to like the present day when she's going through court, I felt like that kind of drug a little bit. Okay. But it was, it was necessary. But I really yeah. liked the and come on. How can you hate Michael Sarah? He was player X. True. But I mean, the real I love Michael Sarah. I think he's, he, uh, he's just not in enough stuff anymore. I feel yeah. like I really like him though. So that, that was, a, well, I mean, the real player X is Toby McGuire. I mean, do, do your research guys. It's, it's, it's a crazy story. And I thought Michael Sarah was a fun character in there, but I thought it was just a really good movie. And yeah. the, the scene on the bench when, when she's talking to her father, that was, that was pretty. That was pretty powerful. Yeah, you know, I, I think I just remember Molly's game. I felt like it dragged, not as much as I Tanya freaking dragged, but it was um, a little bit long in the end. But it was all necessary. I like how it ended up ending too. I think it ended up being a good ending. Yeah, it was a good ending. It's just a, it's just a crazy story. And yes, how everything unfolded. So. Molly's game, really check it out. I think it's on Voodoo. It might be even on Blue. I should should be on Blu-ray. I mean, it came out in January uh, for theaters here in Utah. So love Molly's game, and I 
rewatched it just the other week. Oh, sweet. So sweet. All right, uh, dude. I'm here. What's your number, number one? Number one. Yeah. Avengers. I am the same. Same one. Man, Infinity War. That was that was a great watch. It was. It honestly has everything. For me, I felt like I mean, you could probably there are probably some instances, like some characters don't get enough like screen time, blah 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 blah. But like the main characters who are important did. Like Iron Man has a good amount. Captain America, like not really, but like who likes Captain America? That this is like I a mean, serious question. Like who thinks that Captain America is their favorite Avenger? Like, no. I wanna see I wanna see Thor out with like freaking Rocket Raccoon was so funny. Um, yes. Groot, it, it, I just thought it all worked. It all worked so well. And let's be real with the Captain America thing. Like, if people are really griping about his screen, Civil War, Winter Soldier, go do it. That's yeah. that's your screen time. Or Fantastic Four, if you really want to. Oh, oh that's right, the original. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Fan Four Stick, but no, the original. <laughs> Fan Four, I love that. But no, I really liked Avengers: Infinity War. I'm. Three times I remember three times during the movie, I was like, "I'm eating this up." Yes. yes when yes, yes. when when the three times were when uh, Spider Man got the Iron Spider costume. True. And then when they were battling on Titan, and then when Thor arrived at Wakanda with Stormbreaker, those were like the three times where I was like, "I'm just eating this up." It's I mean, it's just it's just a it's a comic book like wet dream basically. It, it abs- absolutely. To a T. It's exactly what it is. It's so sweet. Um, I think the acting as well, the jokes were great. Oh my gosh, when he called him Squidward, I about peed my pants. Yeah. I mean <laughs> I mean all all the jokes are basically insults. Squidward, Grimace. Grimace, um, I died at Grimace. Oh my gosh. Oh and then Thor calling uh Rocket Rabbit. I mean <laughs> That's it, it was it was all just well played it was all the like eight out of the ch- 10 jokes landed for me it was really funny and it was serious too like there were a lot of serious moments and you really kind of felt for thanos in a weird way like i was True. and he spoiler he won yes that was that was great i i think I'm honestly, for that. it was his movie he killed it yeah and like you're not yeah. even like he's a it's it's a computer generated character but it he feels like he's on screen that's what was so I mean, DC has just shot its wad with those 3D characters, <laughs> made them horrible, and Marvel just keeps killing it. So I like have, that. Have you seen those pictures with Thanos, like back in 2012, 2015, like how he went from blue to like dark blue to purple? Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I thought they, I thought they, they nailed Thanos for this movie. Definitely, I agree. So obviously, we got a sequel, and I am, I'm really hyped for Avengers. Um, gosh, we don't even know the title yet. I know. Apparently, it's, I, it's kind of a spoiler, apparently, for those who haven't seen it. Honestly, so that'll be interesting. I've got my own, I've got kind of the whole thing mapped out in my head based on like certain things about comics that I know. So one day I might have to give a, a spoiler warning. After we get the title for Avengers 4, we'll, I'll, I'll talk about what I think is going to happen. Oh, yeah, we yeah would love that love yeah. a good love a good little theorizing oh you know on youtube people are popping off with theories already it's great but i think i think t- some time travel will be involved ant-man's gonna have a key role in the next he Avengers. is that's, he, that's all i will say 100 percent is um but that's but that's our top five dude i think we've got we've got a diverse top five i like it yeah 
I'm glad that I, I'm glad that we can see eye to eye on Avengers. That'd yes. be a number one. Mm-hmm. But uh, I think you should just have those walls come down from Ollie's game. But you know, you do you. I know. I think maybe Black Panther. That my walls might come down. That's not even my top ten MCU movies. I, I think you've. I think you've got to take a trip back to Wakanda. Maybe, you uh, might have to come with me, dude. I think. I think you'll enjoy it better yeah. than maybe a second time. Now the the Battle of Wakanda was cool. It really for was. Avengers Infinity War. That was so cool. Um. What's his name? Mbaku? Is that his name? Yeah, Mbaku. Character? Uh-huh. Yeah. He's cool. I, I, I like I like Mbaku. I do too. I think he's good. Um, yeah. But I wanted to do something just a little bit different. Um, this is this part of the, the pod is what I like to call the, the sweet movie morsel right here. Uh, we've just been kind of talking about good things to be able to introduce. And I wanted to take a cool film fact that you guys could maybe take especially with the summer movie season coming up we've got jurassic park coming out or jurassic world um something that i had heard a while ago that i thought was super interesting was in the scene where um the t-rex breaks into the explorer like the vehicle that they're in in jurassic park um the kids like they they echo like they let out this huge scream and it's actually they're, they're real screams because the T Rex wasn't supposed to break the glass, so they're legitimately afraid. <laughs> that, like I don't know, maybe some like T Rex like cabled himself to the future and is gonna somehow eat these kids. I, I don't know what they would have thought, but I thought that was super interesting because you know stuff like that happens all the time, where um, you just get 